listening to New Car Smell Tuesday on Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday night here at Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. And since it is Tuesday, that means it's time for New Car Smell Tuesday. We got new releases in... Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I got it. Sorry. Brain's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Video games, anime manga, Blu-ray DVDs, and of course, the music. Gotta have the music. Anyway, I am your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme, and I'm currently joined online by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have our resident Joker. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, everyone. Happy Tuesday. And we also have our Asian magician on the line. Good evening to you, Madea. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Hope it went good. And well, tomorrow is hump day, so enjoy it. Yeah, and tomorrow's our night off anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. Yep, me too. But I'll tell you this, I'm just glad I didn't. I'll tell you this, at one point today here in Montgomery, it was 101 degrees with a heat index of 115. Well, I'll tell you what Jack's brother told him today. Him and members of his family had gone out to see fireworks at a lake. Uh-huh. They didn't even stay for the fireworks. The humidity was so bad they couldn't breathe. Ugh, I don't blame them. So they went can't home. For that. Yeah, I can't fault them for that. I cannot fault them for that. And I mean, so no, I got a bit of a, I got a bit of listen, a listen, listen, Shirley, Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember what I went through when we went to Disney World. Oh yeah. I got sick. Mhm. Yeah, the humidity was pro- proved too much, so I and I really did want to wind. go to the. I really did want to go see that alligator farm too. Yeah, but it would have been too much for you, so it, I think it was I think it was better off, you know. Uh huh. I think the guy, the lady in the lobby of the hotel, understood too. Yeah. Mhm. Because I was like, oh, I don't feel good. Yeah. But anyway, you try, your nose. And try, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, we may have a tropical system developing uh, to my south pretty soon. And I just hope it doesn't screw you up. Uh, it shouldn't because the way it's going right now, it may be heading more towards Louisiana and Texas. Well, but you want to know something? That could change in a heartbeat. So. The only thing predictable about the weather is its flipping unpredictability. Right. And speaking of unpredictability, I think it's time we got into the meat and potatoes of all this. So, Mike, you get the floor. Take it away. Take it away, Mike. Yep. Give me one there here again. Itch my ear. (laughs) Ah, There we go. Starting off with the video games, I'll put it in the group chat. Gotcha. Alright. Games are in there. All right, so we're going for the 9th to the 12th. So the first one is, is this is for the the PS4 game. And the first one is, just bear with me, the Brow. collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they are Phil Billion. That's on the 9th. Then on the 10th, we got Soul, Seraph. Then on the 11th, we got Sid Blazing Chrome. Then on the 12th, we got Sid Dragon, Quest Builders 2, Adjellos, and Redeemer in Enhanced Edition. Then on Xbox, starting with the 9th, we also have, bear with me, the Lost Robots and the... Complete collection. On the tenth, we got Soul Seraph, and then on the eleventh, we got it's her blazing from. Oh, then on the Nintendo Switch, starting with the ninth, we got um, Sanran, Hagara, Hip Peach Ball, Hyperlight Ultimate, and then if Hib bear with me, the Lost Robots, and the complete collection. The tenth, we got Soul Seraph. The eleventh, we got Doodle God, Prime City. Goal of the Shogun, the Hibonified Edition, um, Professor Lupo and his horrible pets, Nelly Kudalot, the Foul Fleet, 
the island. There's still Blazing Foam way out. And then on the 12th, we got there's the Dragon Quest Brothers 2 and Streets of Rogue. Those are the video games that are out this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope it. I'm not making too much noise. You're good. good. One. I'm kind of multitasking as I listen. All right. That's fine. And then on to the anime. Starting with the ninth. First one from Funimation and Crunchyroll. We got in Another World with my smartphone as part of the Essentials collection on Blu-ray. Another also World with my smartphone? Yep. Yeah, in Another World with my smartphone. That's the name of it. <laughs> okay. That should be mm. as interesting as the girls in the dungeon. Yep. And then another one from Funimation and Crunchyroll got Island, the series on Blu-ray. Then just from Funimation, we got Sepanti and Stocking with started about the complete series as part of the essential collection on Blu-ray. Okay. And from Sense of Filmwork, you got um, Pet Shop of Horrors, the complete collection. And that's it. That's it from the um, anime collection. Oh, a couple, oh, yeah, a couple quick things before you go on. Um, I get I get updates from Fathom Events, and I will say this right now. There are going to be two anime movies coming up in theaters. You'll have to check Fathom Events to see if you got it. Uh, one is called Sound Euphonium the Movie. And that's going to be playing, I believe, that's Thursday and Monday. And then, yeah, get ready. It's, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Arrow of the Orion. <laughs> okay. Is that so, yes, a series a comedy or a drama or a dramedy? I think it's more of a comedy. I think so, too. I have the the manga light novel and digital books ready to go. All right. So starting starting with yesterday, the eighth from J Novel Club God. Welcome to Japan, Miss Elf. This is a light novel. Then on the ninth, starting with is is Sid Dark Cross Comics. And this is a um digital edition. We got Appleseed Hypernote. Did you say Appleseed? Did you say yes. Appleseed? Yeah. Is it the newest version or the um, the things that no were idea. established in the 1980s? I have no idea. Uh, I'd have to say. look at it. I'd have to look anyway. at it to be able to tell you. Right. Anyway, next one's from Sunset Entertainment. And you got Harry for... Burita from Coming Place to World's Strongest. This is a light novel from the Novel Club. We got Ascendance of a Bookworm Part 1, Volume 2. Then from Dark Cross Comics, we got Desert and Deluxe, Volume 2, and a hardcover from Viz Media. We got Case Closed, Volume 71. This is an ongoing manga, ongoing series. Then from Sublime, we got um, Coyote, Volume 2. Another one from Sublime is Crimson Spell, Volume 2. From Dark Horse Home Scott, um, HP Lovecraft at the Mountain of Madness, Volume 1. From Seven Season of we got Shimoto Amura Chai, Volume 6. From Kadansha, we got Hitori Hime, My Hero, Volume 4. And from Gamstraff, this is a light novel. We have the Irregular Magic. Uh, high School Volume 12, Double 7 Art from J Novel Club. This is a novel god. J.K. Haru is a sex worker in another world. <laughs> what are you laughing All at, right. Shirley? That title, J.K. Haru is a sex worker in another world. <laughs> oh, I just love this not with a world of vampires. No, Luckily, it's not. All right, and the next one is from Fuda Basha Publisher. We got King Game Volume Two from um, the Dancing Clowns. We got Hero Moon Today Volume Nine. 
from Vertical Crowns got Knight of Dunya Master Edition. Sorry. But you're fine. Um, from uh, Genova Club, we got Last Minute First Idol. From Viz Media, we got The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Volume 5. From Akita Publishing Company, we got The Magnificent Seven Grand Scene Volume 8. From Pedantia, we got Magnus of the Library Volume 1. From Son of Seas, we got um, Mythical Beast and Investigator Volume 1. Now from Viz Media, we got Radiant Volume 6. From Pedantia, we got Ram, the Peerless Beauty Volume 5. This is me. We got Renee, Volume 30. In Seventh Season Entertainment, we got Skeleton Knight and Another World, Volume 1. Then from Seventh Season, we got Tomachan is a Girl, Volume 4. Then from Sedansha, who's a digital novel or digital manga, we got World End and Digital Manga? Jam, Volume Digital Manga. Oh, I thought you said Doodle Manga. <laughs> no. That'd be the funniest manga ever. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, World End and Apricot and Jam Volume 6. Now, lastly, from Young Press, we got Your So Cool Volume 4. I'm then, so cool. Um, July, mm-hmm. Then, um, July 11th, this is a light novel from Seventh Entertainment. We've got Then I Said to Make. My ability is average in the next life, point seven. And then Saturday, the 13th, from Genelka, we got Record of War, Kenya War, Volume 1. And that's it for, for the yep. week. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, there's not, there are not a lot of releases. There are not a lot of releases across the board this week. You probably. I just hope you have a short read with the um, short read with the um, CDs this week. Yeah, there's only. I only. I counted 58 on Sunday, but they're probably up to about 65 by now. But at least that's still not too bad. <laughs> it's still still a mini load. Okay, yeah. what's next? All right, next up are the Blu-rays and DVDs. Of course, this is from Metacritic.com. And the three highlighted movies are all on Blu-ray and DVD. I will give the scores and a quick synopsis. First, with a very good 78, is Three Faces. Since being banned from filmmaking in 2010 and barred from leaving Iran, Jafar Panahi has produced three highly regarded works. This is not a film, Closed Curtain, and Taxi. In his fourth film under his 20-year ban, Panahi, playing a version of himself, is joined by actors... Banaz Jafari as they travel to a mountain village to solve the mystery of a video Jafari received from a troubled young girl. In his review from the 2018 Cannes Film Festival, where he won, where the film won Best Screenplay, Justin Chang of the Ellington Times found its insights casually profound. Sounds like a good one. Mm-hmm. The next up, with a, with a very good score of 77, is High Life. Noted French director Claire Denis. Is it H-I or H-I-G-H? H-I-G-H. Noted French director Claire Denise, or Denise, I guess, has dabbled in genre before, such as with the divisive 2001 horror tale Trouble Every Day. But High Life is her first science fiction film and her first English language feature. As an example of the former, it's also rather unusual. Rarely are sci-fi films this meditative, amorphous, sorrowful, and sexually graphic. As you may have heard, there's a portion of the spaceship named, oh, are you ready for this? The Fox Box. <laughs> the Fox Box? The Fox Box, oh. yes. I can just <laughs> imagine Tim's reaction to that. Yes. The recipient oh of very my. good reviews. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Let's see. In fact, let me, let me play that thing real quick. Oh. Hello. Oh, hey, I shine. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, I shine. Hey. Welcome. Did you hey, catch guys. the little little reference to the fuck fox? Yeah. Fuck I just fox. Caught it. Fuck fox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god." Yep. <laughs> oh my. Thank you, Uncle George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But anyway, the recipient of very good reviews at TIFF last fall, I have no idea what it stands for, so bear with me, uh, highlight yeah. stars Robert Pattinson, which, by the way, it is one of his best roles, uh, Juliet Binoche, Mia Goth, and Andre Benjamin, better known as Andre 3000 from Outcast, as death row convicts hmm. enlisted for a mission into deep space, allegedly to investigate using a black hole as an energy source. But in fact, a mission to conduct sexual and other horrific experiments on the passengers, who quickly discover that they are also on a one-way voyage. Don't expect a clear, linear narrative, but do expect a visceral and difficult experience that ranks among the filmmaker's best work, accompanied once again by another new Tindersticks score. Another what? Tindersticks. I guess it must be some sort of, I guess that must be the person or group who made the music. I don't know. Okay. All right. How anyway, T I N D E R S T I C K S. Yes. And pardon me while I get some water because my mouth is drying out again. Ah. Don't you just hate it when that happens? Yeah, yeah I do. Hey, I shine. How was your day? How was your day? Okay. I'm a you little missed at Wally World. What yeah. do they do? I'll explain later. I know. Curly's on a roll. Yep. All right. Anyway, next up with a mm, right in the middle 57 is Pet Cemetery. So Mary Lambert's 1989 adaptation of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, perhaps the writer's scariest novel, has a few fans, but not many of them are film critics. The film received mostly poor reviews upon its original release, despite a screenplay by King himself. So it's no surprise that the material has received a do-over, but it is slightly shocking that the remake is so decent, even if the original glowing reviews out of its South by South Whisperer didn't quite hold up upon its general release. The new film comes from the directing team of Dennis Widmeyer and Kevin Cole, she did Starry Eyes, and stars Jason Clark as Lewis Creed, a doctor who moves his wife Rachel, played by Amy Simons, and their two young children from Boston to rural Maine. In the woods near the family home, Lewis discovers a mysterious burial ground, and when tragedy leads to horror, he turns to his neighbor, Judd Crandall, played by John Lithgow, for an explanation. Some changes were made to King's story, so even longtime fans won't know exactly how this turns out. Interesting. Are you know what I'd like to see them do a remake of? What? Christine. Christine. Well, they had to get an updated car, but, you know, that's the only thing that changes. Uh-huh. Stick with the original format, otherwise. Right. But anyway, here are some more releases this week. And the very first one has the lowest score of the week with just a 30. Okay. On on Blu-ray and DVD, it's After. That's the name of the movie. Starring Josephine Langford and Harrow Finnis. Where's Before? Where's Before? I don't know. Let's see. Next up on Blu-ray and DVD is the BRD trilogy from 1979 to 1981. Uh, I did some looking up on this beforehand. It's got to do with three movies done by a, I think it's an Argentinian director. I think. It's a what? It's it's done by a what director? An Argentinian director, I think. Let me double check this to make sure because I'm not. Okay. Because. Okay, the BRB trilogy, Marriage of Maria Braun, Lola, and uh, Veronica Voss. Okay. And it just came out today, so. All right, next up, we got two movies for the first time ever on Blu-ray. First, we have Bronco Billy from 1980, starring Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yep. And we have the 1967 foreign thriller, The Champagne Murders. Okay. Then also hmm. on DVD only is Clara with Patrick J. Adams and Troyan Belisario, only a 43, unfortunately. On um, Blu-ray and DVD, first with a very good 75 is Europa, Europa, that's a Criterion Collection release. With a 49 is Little with Regina Hall and Issa Rae. Okay, where's Big? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Back with Tom Hanks. <laughs> All right, let's see. You got uh, me next there, up, girl. Yeah, on Blu-ray for the first time, for the not-so-good 44, is the 1981 drama The Loveless with Willem Dafoe. Then next up with a good 68 
on Blu-ray and DVD is The Most Dangerous Year. That's a documentary. And then for the first time on Blu-ray is Picasso Trigger with Steve Vaughn. That's from 1988. Then with the second lowest score of the week on Blu-ray and DVD is The Professor with Johnny Depp. Score is only 37. Let's see. Then uh, on DVD only with a not uh, pretty good in the middle 53 is Tell It to the Bees with Anna Paquin and Gregor Selkirk. Then these two are on DVD. I'm sorry. They're on Blu-ray for the first time. Uh, from 1955, This Island Earth. And from 1953, Thunder Bay with James Stewart. Mm-hmm. I think that one was a war movie. I believe you're right. Now, here are all the uh, TV shows, TV series on Blu-ray and DVD this week. Uh, first four are DVD only. First, we have Breakthrough, The Ideas That Changed the World, Season 1. Then we have Broad City, one set is Season 5, and the other set is the complete series. And we also have Dr. K's Exotic Aminal, Am, Aminal, Animal, Animal ER. <laughs> yep. Dr. Aminal. K's Exotic Animal ER, Season 7. Let's see. Oh, hmm. I didn't want to get this one. Uh, Blu-ray TV, Endeavor Season 6. Now, there's something about this one. Um, there was a recent episode where you got to see a, quote, Super Mario Nation show being done because the show is set in the 60s. And there's even there's even a little footage from Captain Scarlet in one of the episodes. Hmm. So, um, was that the Super Mario Nation show? No, yeah, it was the episode with the with the uh, Super Mario Nation puppets. Yeah, it just it was just made up for the show. It was not one footage from Captain Scarlet in the episode. Okay, it, it was just it just aired two weeks ago. It just aired two weeks ago on PBS. So, all right, then uh, on DVD, Forever Night, the complete series. On Blue well, well, DVD, is Gotham guy season. a vampire? Wasn't the guy a vampire in that yes. one? Yes, he was. He was a good vampire, though. Mm-hmm. Correct. Who had a hard That's time. We also have Gotham season. His urges. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Then we have Gotham season five on Blu-ray and DVD. On Blu-ray, we have Island, the complete series. On Blu-ray and DVD, The Magicians season four. That's the current one on sci-fi, not the 99 cartoon, sorry. And finally on DVD, well, anyway, Seven the Kingdoms season 3. 99, the cartoon was singular, the magician, mm-hmm. not plural, magicians. I know. <laughs> and that is all of them for this week. Now, there is one movie next week I am so looking forward to getting. Shazam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, what's your special power? Special power? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I that was the dialogue. Is. His friend, his friend. I remember it from the trailer. Yeah. His friend is all excited yeah. to see his friend. See his friend. He goes, "What superpower do you have? What power do you have? Superpower? Like, superpowers, dude! I don't even know how to pee in this thing." Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. But he went, here he comes to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was so funny when he said, dude, I'm going to pee in this thing. <laughs> That's so classic. Mm. But one thing I'm going to, one thing I'm going to, I want things for sure. I want the bloopers. Okay. That's the first yeah. thing I'm going for. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me just a second because I'm trying to get some roommates for DragonCon and someone's interested. You did read the post. Hold on, bear with me. Growl. 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 <laughs> so anyway, sorry, okay. but I try to make, when it's just me and Shirley as a rule, I try to make the little smart ass remarks to make things um kind of lively yeah. I shine. Yeah. Go this for it. Okay. All right. So now we're on to the CDs and we always start with 
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. On a, have, on a Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Right. So first we have Glenn Stinky with Tiny Bird. Little Stinky? No, Glim Spanky. I thought you said a little stinky. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. Then next that, up. Next title on it. We have, we have Rick. Yeah. Then we have Ricardo Chalili. Um, Chile with the Fellini album, the field music of Nino Rota. Okay, whatever you just said. <laughs> <laughs> then we have. Homer El Homer El Mero Mero with N Punga. Where do they come up with these titles? Yeah. That's the Good fun question. part. Some of the fun things about the CDs. Yeah. The titles are crazy. Then we have Burger and Currency with Feno Grigio. Then we have oh brother, this is gonna be a good one. We have a creative name with random song I made when I was bored. <laughs> And the user score is zero. That's <laughs> oh. not good. Yeah, definitely not good. Uh, then we have the Dharmas with Little Sunshine, Creative with Boy the Volcado Remix, Hayes with We Don't Walk Together, Not Kevin with Clean, and then 1027 with Cell Developing Division. <laughs> then yesterday. Mm-hmm. We have slow pitch sound with another All my troubles seem so far away. Yeah. Uh, Then we have have Raja with 667. Mystery Jets with Hospital Radio. Cassius J with God Bless the Six. Sum 41 with 45, A Matter of Time. I don't think it's going to do with Trump, so don't worry. Yeah, anyway, um, the next one, Janet, this may shock you a little bit. It's Lil Jurgens with AZ, with a- Arizona IC, with the exact logo of the Arizona D. The Arizona one? <laughs> Hold on, let me get Ari- out of here. Yeah, Arizona, it's called, it's called Arizona IC, and they actually use the logo from Arizona's T that I've seen before. Oh, so, yeah, the. Okay, I know which Phoenix Mountain you're talking about now. Yeah. All right, anyway, next up we have Little Revive with Grim Peaks. (laughs) Then we have French Montana and Max B with Arm & Hammer, Coke Wave 4, and that's uh, that's today, by the way, and so it was Little Revive. Then we have uh, 1027 with Slipped Up Somehow. Then tomorrow there's four. Bump of Chicken with Aurora Arc. (laughs) Laidback Ocean with Defy. Bacon with City Lights. Michael Giacchino with Spider-Man Far From Home, the original motion picture soundtrack. Which, by the way, I've seen the movie. It's good. Let's see. Then we have Hatsune Miku with Magical Mirai 2019. Then on Thursday, we have Twerp with Return to Wherever. And then on Friday, this is where we have the most, uh, we have Batushka with Hapsori. Let's see, CFM with soundtrack from Empty Room, Gauche with the People's History of Gauche. <laughs> then we have Bleached with Don't You Think You've Had Enough? <laughs> then we have Freya Writings, that one's self-titled. Jeffrey Cantu Ledesma with Tracing Back the Radiance. Move D with Building Bridges. Curse of Lono with 4 a.m. and Counting. Banks with three. Let's see. I think it's Macho, Yaforo, Tamana with Kenshi. Then we have Big Crit with Crit is Here. Then we have Prurient with, oh boy, Garden of the Mutilated Paratroopers. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> Just don't ask. <laughs> oh boy. Then we have Uzeda with Kokunke Deseris. Then we have Dean Hurley with Anthology Resource Volume 2, Philosophy of Beyond. Then we have Keyflay with Solutions. Lights with Skin and Earth Acoustic. Nick Fleece with Aeonian Aberration. L. Varner with Elevation. Arrowhead with Coven of the Snake. Holy Holy with My Own Full of Light. 
Carmen Villain with both lines will be blue. Shindy with drama. Craig Mask with bend. Thelma Plum with better in black, and that black is missing the C on purpose. And pardon me, I got to drink water again. Sorry. Hmm. Mm. All right. Then we have Disentomb with the Decaying Light. Ed Sheeran has a new one. Number six, Collaborations Project. Erasers with Pulse Points. Yuna with Rouge. Grand Vapids with Eat the Shadow. Tycho with Weather. Joanna Sternberg with Then I Try Some More. Imperial Teen with Now We Are Timeless, and I love that iceberg they've got for a cover. Julio Nichols with Feeling Fickle. Tijuana Panthers with Carpet Denim. I like that one. Origami Ghost with Healthy Travel Potions. Glitterer with Looking Through the Shades. So Aware, well, that one's self-titled. Wear Your Wounds with Rust on the Gates of Heaven. Will Fox with Which Way. Kyle Kraft with Showboat Honey, Wilder with Golden Age Thinking, Blood Orange with Angel's Pulse, Bistro with The Fetus, Dope Lemon <laughs> with Smooth Big <What>? Cat, <laughs> then we have 311 with Voyager, Inspect a Deck with Chamber Number 9, Palace with Life After, then, oh, this is going to be a good one to read. A Terrazet, Adabia, and Fardajala with Al Hadawi. Say all that five times fast. No way. <laughs> then we have no. Noah Mac with Pretty uh, Noah Mac with Pretty Boy. Block Party with Sound Alarm Live. Oh, I love this next one. Frightened Rabbit. Tiny Changes. A celebration of Frightened Rabbits, the Midnight Organ Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have Drab Majesty with Modern Mirror, CFCF with Liquid Colors, Purple Mountains, self-titled, Mers Bow Collective with Meriwether Pulse Demon, Various Artists, Red Dead Redemption 2, the music, it's a soundtrack. Then we have Mal Bloom nice. with Pity Boy. Let's see, then we have Krungbin with Asta El Cielo. Then we have Nets with Automat, BN 1991 with Brand New Adult, African Express Sounds with E. Goli, Stereo Total with Ah, Kel Cinema. Then we have Torch with Admission, and the last one of the week is Various Artists with Brock to Light, and that is it. <laughs> Good. So we all get here. Mm-hmm. So we have half an hour to do our do our thing. Twenty seven minutes to do whatever, and I'm gonna I'm gonna link this one up because basically we've all heard about you know usually it's women getting body shamed. Well, men can get body shamed too. And here's a case in point: Jason Momoa. Uh, you know, Aquaman. Yeah. Why? Oh, um, they had a version of Jason Momoa's Aquaman that was fat, lazy, and oh, looking like a blob. Mm-hmm. Is that but what you're referring to? they do? Well, actually, no. This how is would what's they going do on. such a nice guy? Jeez. Yeah. Well, well, here's what's going on. Okay. Jason Momoa, movie star and many, many people's ideal man, was recently photographed relaxing on vacation with his wife, the equally stunning Lisa Bonet. So naturally, strangers on the internet had some opinions about his appearance that they felt needed to be voiced. It turns out, people expect actors to look exactly like they do on stream, even when they're on a private holiday with their families, and several commenters felt the need to point out that Momoa didn't have his famous muscles. Uh, The writer decided they're not going to get into the comments, which gleefully made fat-shaming jokes at Momoa's expense and which some readers might find triggering. One of the least offensive simply said, seems to me he doesn't have the same buff body he had in Aquaman. Well, duh. 
Does it stand to reason that somebody whose job at least partially consists of intensive training and dining to play a superhero might actually enjoy taking some time off? Fantastic left, left to Momoa's defense, making the incredibly valid point that even without his stack of Aquaman body, Momoa is still in much better shape than many of us. And here's some of the here's one tweet. How's this how is this a dad bod? Dads wish dads wish they had this bod. Put some damn respect on Jason Momoa's name. Anyway, far from being isolated incidents, these jokes about Moa's so-called dad bot only highlight the fact that body shaming is very much a problem among men as well as women, with public figures being fair game when it comes to criticisms of their appearance. Female celebrities have long felt the pressure to look a certain way at all times, in turn perpetuating unrealistic and often unattainable standards of beauty in mainstream culture. And as it has become increasingly the norm for blockbuster movies to feature swole male leads, those incredibly high expectations now apply to men, too. Actors might be praised for the impressive transformations they undergo to play the lady man, but what gets forgotten along the way is the time, effort, and resources that go into maintaining that superhero physique, as Janet pointed out. And when shooting ends, so too does the exhaustive training regime. Everybody deserves some count downtime, even Aquaman. Yeah. It's like, grow up, people. Okay. Okay, I got an article from BBC News. Okay. Can I read it? Yes. Well, let me post this in chat. Um, Okay. Shirley? Yes. Okay, I am... Hold on, let me... If it's what I think it is, I already posted the, um, I posted it's the, the one, it's London the one about Marathon the marathon. after runners called yeah. fat and slow. Right. Did you post that one? Is that the yes, one? Yes, I posted it in the group. I posted it in the group earlier. Well, would you mind putting up the link so if there's anybody yeah. in the ch- chat? Yeah, give me just a second. Hey. Hurry up. Anybody that can run that marathon, I don't care if you take two hours or 200 hours, you're out there running. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. you got it in yet? Yes, it's in there. London Marathon changes after runners called Fat and Slow. Hundreds of runners who were shouted at for being too slow during this year's London Marathon have been given free entry to next year's event. (coughs) Some runners said they were called fat, were also called... (coughs) Let me try that again. Some runners said they were also called fat by contractors who had started to clear up while they were still running. (coughs) Excuse me. Others said the course was being dismantled while they were still running, meaning they could not see where to go. London Marathon has apologized and said it would make changes to ensure this would not happen again. The affected runners were those running at a pace of 7.5 hours. Liz Ayres, who was asked to run the course in that time to eight participants, has previously said that despite running at the requested speed, the cleanup operation had begun around her and other runners and they had been told to hurry up. She said abuse has also been directed toward them by official marathon representatives, such as cleaning contractors and marshals. This included comments such as, if you weren't so fratchet, you could run, and said, this is a race, not a walk. Carrie mm-hmm. Aldridge from Cardiff, who finished last in this year's marathon, has been offered a place for next year. She took nine hours and 11 minutes to complete the route and said she was sniggered at by the stewards. She said, when I finished, I was thinking, I'm never going to do it again, but now I would love to have another go. I'm partly waiting for backlash from people saying I don't deserve it, but I'll be there on the start line. I will train as hard as I can to prove I do deserve a place. What do you think of their their reactions? Following I think, you the know, I'm go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Finish it. Finish it. Following an investigation, London Marathon has said it will 
Start the cleanup operation later to ensure it would not affect those running at that pace. Look at the timings of when water was handed out. Have one of its most senior staff at the back of the race to monitor the event. Tell contractors that the procedure is in place for those running at the slower paces. Sarah Pringle, who had been who had cleaning fluid sprayed on her foot, said she thought the changes London Marathon was implementing were amazing. I think they've done everything they could possibly do. All we wanted to do was make them realize that they've made mistakes and that they don't make them again. This year's marathon was completed by a record 42,549 runners. Now, go ahead and say what you were going to say, Shirley. Yeah, I was going to say, I should probably never run a marathon because, I mean, I can walk, I can walk three miles in a minute. I can't run, though. That's the problem. Mhm. Drawing the clothes. I can't either. Mhm. Heck, I can't stand still for more than five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind a brisk walk, but there's no way I can ever do a marathon. Because <laughs> now the good news is I was I've been able to. I back when I was a teenager in middle school, I did two. Remember, remember the March of Dimes had the uh, what is it the? It was the Walk, I think it was called Walk America, something like that. We walked 15 kilometers, I mean, 15 miles or 25 kilometers. I did that twice. Hmm. But it sure wasn't easy. It's hard enough walking 15 miles, it's a lot harder running because, like I said, I can't run. (laughs) Yeah, try. I'm moving around with the curve back and right leg shorter than the left leg. Mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah. Ooh. I just saw something interesting. For those of you who like the Japanese way of life, how about this? A cherry blossom tree made out of Lego has broken a Guinness World Record. Oh, really? Oh. What record? I'll tell you in a minute because I'm going to post this link and I'm going to tell you right now that this Lego cherry blossom tree looks absolutely amazing. So, it's in the chat. I mean, holy crap. It's a, that, This thing looks incredible. Well, anyway, when cherry blossom trees start to bloom and flaunt their delicate pink flowers, it's, that's the sign of spring season. And where could you possibly find the most charming cherry blossoms in the world? It's none other than the land of the rising sun, Japan. Many people particularly choose to visit Japan in spring to see colorful cherry blossoms in full bloom. But the sad truth is, these beautiful pink flowers usually bloom in about one week. That's right, people can only feast their eyes on these spectacular flowers for a week. However, one magnificent cherry blossom tree appears to be in full bloom all year round. Legoland Park in Nagoya, Japan, is the home of the famous cherry blossom tree made from Lego bricks. This Lego brick cherry blossom tree comprises of more than 800,000 plastic blocks from the ground Whoa, up. Oh, I wonder how, how, how tall is it? Does, it? does the article say? Yes, it does. The Lego brick cherry blossom tree was unveiled by the theme park last year to mark its first anniversary. Right after the unveiling, it it made its way into the Guinness Book of World Records as the largest Lego brick cherry blossom tree in the world, and the and most probably the only cherry blossom tree in the world that is entirely made of Lego bricks. It stands 14 feet tall and 5 feet wide, weighing a staggering 7,348 pounds. That's over three tons. Yeah. After 6,500 hours of putting together 881,470 Lego bricks, Legoland's cherry blossom is finally completed, and it will stand there all year round for all people to see. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. Every part of the Lego brick cherry blossom tree is a Lego block. From its grassy ground to the trunk and the branches up to the flowers and lanterns, it's all Lego. Amazingly, the lanterns even glow at night to illuminate the tree in the dark. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Let's see. Legoland Japan has amazed the world with this splendid structure, but that is just the beginning. Uh, there's, they've got more projects on their website. So, but it's like that's 
that's just mind-boggling. Eight more than eight hundred eighty thousand Lego bricks to make the coolest cherry blossom tree, and then it can stand all year long. Wow. You don't have to. Hey, one other good thing about a Lego cherry blossom tree: don't gotta for if you forget you don't gotta water it. Yeah, that's that's true. I was gonna say. I was gonna Mm -hmm. say that. I wonder if there's a picture of it online. Uh, well, there's a. I mean, the picture's right there in the link. Okay. Well, I'm not on. Oh, never mind. Mamma Mia. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys know I plan on going to, I'm going to Dragon Con at the end of next month. Well, yeah. this was just posted by Dragon Con 39 minutes ago. Donald, Donald Logue from Gotham is going to be there. Okay. What role did he play? Uh, Harvey Bullock. Uh, Harvey Bullock. Harvey, yeah. And he was also in the comedy. Um, he was also in the comedy Grounded for Life. I remember him in that show. Okay. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! This is a good one. A German professor who is a hardcore Star Wars fan has just repainted an observatory into. R two D two. Okay. Yeah. It's like sweet. I like that. That's cool. Mhm. There we uh, are. All right. So anyway, and that was just three months ago. Uh, in a galaxy far, far away in Germany, Hubert Zitt. Yes, that's his name. Zitt. Zitt. Z-I-T-T, Zit. <laughs> Professor okay. at the Zuebrugen University of Applied Sciences and known for Star Trek and Star Wars lectures, along with a small team, transformed the, Z- the Zweibruck Observatory of the National Science Association into a giant R2-D2, and it is out of this world. The sci-fi professor, <laughs> oh, project- <laughs> the sci-fi mm. professor completed the project in September 2018, aided by his father-in-law, Horst Hell. The master painter Klaus Ruffing and several helping students, and it has caught the eyes of Star Wars fans everywhere. The most notable fan of the redesign was Star Wars actor Mark Hamill, who tweeted about it. R2-D2 Observatory transformed Germans into giant nerds. While spectacular, Zit and his team aren't the first fans to complete a Star Wars design challenge. Good Cell Observatory at Carleton College in Minnesota was also transformed into an R2-D2 back in 2010. <laughs> And let's see. Uh, Dr. Hubert Zitt may be known now for his Star Wars and Star Trek expertise, but he got his start in electrotechnology. He received a doctorate from Starland University in the field of systems theory of electrotechnology and is now a tenured professor in the field at the University of Applied Sciences, Kaiser Slautern, Zweibrücken. While when he's not teaching electrotechnology, he's spreading information about his favorite sci-fi pop culture. He gained worldwide acclaim as a global top speaker for his lectures on Star Trek. The first one announced was a Christmas lecture where he presented the topic in a unique style that people couldn't get enough of. In 2005, he took his lectures on the road to other cities and other universities and conventions such as FedCon, Europe's biggest science fiction convention. (laughs) Zitt gained so much recognition in his field that he wrote the preface of the book Star Trek in Germany along with the son of Star Trek creator... Star Trek inventor Gene Roddenberry in 2008. In the fall semester of the same year, the professor became a, le- a regular lecturer at the University of Incarnate Word in San Antonio, Texas, teaching the physics of Star Trek. <laughs> and boy, I love these pictures. R two D two got snowed in. R two got uh, snowed in. Yeah, R two D two stands proud, guarding the university. But knowing how hardcore this professor is. Maybe C-3PO will join him sometime in the future? Which building would that be? We'll be eagerly waiting to see what this hardcore fan has in store for us next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go down a few pictures. Somebody dressed up as a Jawa. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, that's like, oh, yeah. the one directly under that? Uh-huh. 
the little R two D two standing on the concrete pedestal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but check out that last one with the sunset. That is gorgeous. Yep. That is absolutely gorgeous. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Don't worry, I'm tired too. Oh, you want to know something? That's kind of like the um, dentist who transformed his dentist office into a Star Trek The Next Generation style dentist office. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I know ch- some children's hospitals, they've repainted it to, like, like, someone was able to take an MRI machine and make it into a pirate ship. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so that way, you know, with kids having to do MRIs, they don't have to, they don't have to face that cold little thing. They can have, like, a little, let's say it's something fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guess what? Apparently, there was a fight at Disneyland in Toontown. I wonder if this was today. Let me find out. Yeah, it was on the news. On Fox News. Uh, no, Nobody was arrested. It was huh. the whole family. No one was arrested. Okay. The mother tried to Let's... use her motorized scooter to stop it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Here it is. A high school football coach from Texas who got caught up in the viral Disneyland brawl over the weekend has come forward to describe the mayhem, including how the main attacker got choked out by a park door and then woke up and tried scrapping again. When the man regained consciousness, he kept asking, Who choked me out? explained Jason Blair of El Paso. He told KFOX 14 that the individual seen on video wearing a red shirt and really punching women wanted to fight the person who made him pass out. Blair was one of the four guests who jumped in and subdued the man after two female park doors. I didn't understand why people were recording and not helping, Blair said, knowing how he told the man in red to back off before bringing him down to the ground with the others. Without a doubt, I would do it again, Blair told Kay Fox. When something is not right, you have to jump in. Blair, who was the head coach at El Paso's Hanks High School, said the man in red had attacked a woman in a motorized wheelchair before setting upon another female. He was caught on video fighting with a male guest as well. I'm ready to go to jail tonight, the man in red can be heard saying. I don't give a fuck. He and the others involved in the melee, which went down to Disneyland's Toontown on Saturday, all walked away without being arrested. They were later removed from the park by Disney security. Now that we have the video, detectives will be following up to see if any criminal charges can be filed. Anaheim Police Sergeant Darren Wyatt told the Los Angeles Times, it's unclear what sparked the brawl, only that there was a verbal confrontation leading up to it. Any type of violence is inexcusable and will not be tolerated, Disney said in a statement. According to police officials, all the parties were from the same family and were uncooperative. A report was taken, cops said. There was no video at the time. Now that we have video, the investigation can continue. What started it anyway? Nobody knows. That's the big question. All I heard was one of the, the guys spit on the girl or... That's vice versa. That's mm-hmm. right before you even started. Yeah. Exactly. Let's see. What else is higher? Oh, okay. I agree with what somebody was saying this morning. Virgil oh, yeah. sure was being free with his established with his equipment at the end of the episode when he took the thing off his shoulder and handed it to McCready. Mhm. Yeah, I think he made that promise back in Inferno. I think I can't remember for sure. Okay, here's a good way to end tonight. You're going on vacation, but you can only visit a location that starts with the same letter as your first name. Where are you going? Let's see. Jamaica. Jamaica. Right. No idea. Mike. Let's see. Mike Cage. Um, okay. Sedona. Be Sedona for me. Uh, there are Ooh. more places with a C, so I don't know. <laughs> well, there's California, Colorado. Connecticut, uh-huh. Chile, 
Curacao. For me, it would be Montana. Okay. Mhm. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty neat idea. <laughs> what? You know, go to vacation that starts with your first name. Yeah. Well, like I said, oh, there's so uh, many that start with C. It's hard to choose. Mm-hmm. Well, pick your favorite out of all the C's. I've been through a few cities in California, that's for sure, because I have family mm-hmm. there. Yeah. The others I haven't been to. Mm-hmm. California is the only one I've been to. Yeah, same with me. I've been to California twice. San Diego. And oh yeah, San Diego Comic Con is next week. Huh. Are you and going? I'll tell you this. No, no. <laughs> it costs way too damn much nowadays. Because <laughs> when Jan and I went in 2007, the cost was only sixty dollars. Today, it's nearly three hundred. Oh my god! And the and here's the crazy part. They will sell out in 90 minutes. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you have to wait in this line. You have, you, know, you have to wait to get in this line and such. And you better pray nothing happens to your computer because the internet usually crashes when that happens. Yeah. Too many people Either on the website. the website crashes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just totally ridiculous now. Yeah, the most money I spent was ninety bucks on my ten-year high school reunion back in two thousand six. Yeah, and I was the first person to buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah, lots well, I got you. You know I what? Got, when, go ahead. When Shirley and I went to um, San Diego Comic Con. We got lucky. We managed yeah. to get a hotel that was only three blocks from the light rail that took you right to the convention center. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And thank God the hotel and, um, was, it was only like hundred thirty eight a night. Like um, it was one hundred thirty eight a $15, night. Yeah, I'm talking about $15 to ride yeah. the light rail for three days. Exactly. That was a big help right there. Yeah. But it's like nowadays, it's absolutely insane trying to go to San Diego Comic Con. That's why I've got one San Diego Comic Con and ten Dragon Cons. Hmm. I'll be going again. But anyway, we are running out of time. So um, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, We do not have a show tomorrow because it's our break week. So we'll be back Thursday with a Thursday free-for-all. I wonder if that loser will be back again. And then, of course, Friday is Naughty Mad Libs, the summer, as the summer of Naughty Mad Libs continues. Yep. So, yeah. hopefully I'll be able to call in. Yeah, yeah. we'd love to have you on board. I know, but I'm it just looking by myself situation. again. Yeah. I'm by myself again. That's Yay, why they finally I got, got the flipping email client fixed. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> All right, well, no, anyway. I didn't check my email this morning because of the fact that the server was having conniption fits. Ah, uh, all right. Well, anyway, uh, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on our website, beyondtheairways.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, because let's face it, life does happen, um, there are three ways you can catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search on the podcast, we'll be on the airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, and love chicken, and chicken. Everybody have a great night. Sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you Thursday for the Thursday free-for-all.
All right, that's all for tonight. Have a great evening, and remember... You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! As one. I know, but what happens if I don't shut mm-hmm. up? I'm good. Uh-huh. Look really angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, you see that shit. picture? <laughs> yeah, I, I posted a picture of what a dog looks like Groot. On yeah. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. It was cute. And last but not least, we got this one here. This is a red alert, not a stroll around the deck. Move! Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> All right. I shine. We have another yeah. one like that. This is a red alert, not a stroll around the deck. Move! And, oh, shit! This is you a red alert, not a stroll around the deck. There it Move! Is. Oh, shit! That one. Yep. Thank you, Shirley. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. You, you, you know what I pretended that one was real quick? What? You know, um, that is one guy, he he um, he gets that order from the colonel, and he's scared half out of his wits, and he goes running away hollering that. Yeah. Not cut out with spectrum duty. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. I got to get some suits. I just got to work. So. Good night. Uh, all, all right. Have a great night. Good night, Shirley. We'll see you on Thursday. Night, y'all. Sleep well. Not everyone. Take care, everyone.